Hey gorgeous, if you want success on your fertility journey, you've got to have the mindset for it. It's time to kick fear, negativity, doubt, shame, jealousy, and the whole clown car of low vibe fertility journey BS to the curb. I'm your host, Roseanne Austin, fertility mindset master, former prosecutor and recovering type A control freak perfectionist. I use the power of mindset to get pregnant naturally and have my baby boy at 43, despite years of fertility treatment failure. I help women across the globe beat the odds on their fertility journey just like I did. Get ready for a quick hit of confidence, joy, feminine badassery, and loads of hell yes for your fertility journey. It's time to get fearless, baby, fearlessly fertile. Let's do this. Welcome to the Fearlessly Fertile Podcast, episode 119. She said no to miscarriage misery and called in her miracle. My loves, I'm so excited to be here with you this week. I just love, love, love the generosity and kindness my ladies just love to share with all of you. And this week, you are going to be invited to the very inspiring story of my beloved Yulia. I don't think I'm ever going to stop gushing over my ladies and the crazy shit they create in their lives from, from just not just having the babies that they've always felt in their hearts, but truly living life on their terms. You know, there's something really magical that opens up for a woman when she steps into her hell yes. We've talked about that so much on this podcast, but it is an incredible thing to really reinforce, just infuse into your life because so many of us just kind of go through the doldrums of everyday life. And when this journey comes in to our lives and it becomes a reality, we just find ourselves applying the same old boring shit that we would be using in our work lives or in our other relationships, like we, we just apply that same broken down paradigm, you know, that may work for you professionally, but, you know, it might lead to, a, to boredom and malaise and just a kind of general meh feeling in your life. And we try to apply that to our fertility journey when we're trying to call in a precious life. So this story that Yulia is going to be sharing is one of triumph over a heartbreaking miscarriage and how the more and more she said hell yes to living her life on her terms, not taking on other people's stories, not staying stuck in a rut of misery because of her miscarriage and deciding to live a very full life, she managed to turn everything around on her journey faster than you could ever imagine. So here's my conversation with the amazing Yulia. Hello. Yulia! There you are. Hi. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see you. I'm so excited to see you too. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Goodness. I know. And can you, but we're going to jump right in. I mean, can you believe that we're having this conversation? No, I can't. (laughs) It's not something I, actually imagined. I feel really honored to be part of your podcast. That's that's a really big deal. And thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, well, it's such an honor to have you. I mean, I mean, I think the reason why this can sometimes feel so surreal is it seems like it was just yesterday when we had our first conversation. Yes. Like, doesn't it, doesn't it feel just so crazy in that sense? So 
let's jump right in and let's talk about like your story is one that just, I mean, it speaks to my heart so much because of what you created in such a short period of time and having watched you so closely. I mean, we're going to get into so much of that, but like, I mean, some, so much of what you allowed yourself to receive is, is so inspirational that I just can't wait for, for women to hear this. So why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about how you found yourself on this journey? Sure. Well, I feel like it's been a very long journey for me, even though it may not have seemed like it at the beginning. I knew I always wanted to have children. This was ever since I was a little kid myself. It was just something I felt called to, and it was a big mission and dream. But I found myself in a relationship for 10 years with some, with a partner who really didn't want the same things. And it took me a really long time to really, really believe it. Because of course, I feel like so many of us do fall into that trap of just hoping things will change and you know maybe manipulating things a bit. But uh, And that was me for a long time. And I just didn't, didn't see the truth. Then finally, one day, it became really apparent and the relationship ended. And at that point, I was 35 years old. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> How? <laughs> what now? And of course, all the pressures of our modern life suddenly fall on your shoulders when you're across that imaginary line after 35, realizing that fertility is not a given anymore and whatever, and all the stories that we hear. So I found myself in that mindset for a little bit, single, over 35, not sure where the future was going to bring me. I was lucky enough to very soon after meet my now husband, who's amazing, really connect on a different level with this man. He was the one for me. Everything felt right. I just knew we were, gonna have, we were meant to have children together. It doesn't happen overnight. You have to build a relationship. You have to really feel each other out. And by, by the time we were ready, I was like, okay, great. Okay, we're ready now. We're married, 38, whatever. We got pregnant right away. And I was like, oh, well, see, this was easy. This was meant to be. But I almost, I feel like I built up this story of wanting to have children and knowing I have all these obstacles to get there, that I almost didn't allow myself to believe it was really happening. I kind of felt like, oh, am I really pregnant? I don't deserve to be almost. And uh, funny enough, I had a miscarriage. And uh, that was a real shock, especially because the miscarriage was a silent miscarriage, is what they call it, really dramatic name, where you have no symptoms of anything going wrong. And then you go in for a scan at 12 weeks and they're like, um, no, there's no baby. It's, yeah, there's like, whatever, like, I forget the medical name for it, but you've conceived something, but it hasn't developed and it's in there and your body is not even willing to let it go. And that was really, really, really shocking and upsetting and uh, reinforced all my stories that I have been trying to ignore of like, oh, well, of course this happened. You're 38. You know, what were you thinking? Should have tried earlier. Why were you in that relationship for so long? And it just really broke me for a little while. And I felt so sad and I couldn't trust my body and I didn't really know I didn't know what to do next and I 
didn't feel ready, like, oh, well, I'll just forget about it and move on. I'll try again and it'll be fine. That didn't feel right. And the fact that it was somehow snuck up on me was like the silent miscarriage <laughs> felt really dramatic. And um, I remember reading a lot of spiritual development books. And, you know, these are the things that I've always been interested in. But as I was going through some of the writings by, you know, Joe Dispenza or Gabrielle Bernstein, a lot of books on your list, actually. I remember thinking, like, oh, I wish there was something like this, but specific to pregnancy or conception or just getting through this period in life. And like, how can there not be something that speaks to these changes in your mind and kind of like really addresses the issue? And uh, a few days later, I came across your ad on Facebook and I was like, this is it. This is the book. (laughs) (laughs) Funny how that happens, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was amazing. I was I feel like the universe kind of brought you to me. And I usually hate Facebook ads and like all of us do. We're like, oh, it knows too much about me. How does it know? And then yeah. this was the one time when I really appreciated it and and just I couldn't put your book down. I I just I read it in a few hours. It was so insightful. It was so specific. It, it really addressed all the things and fears and confusion and you know all the things it's, it was almost like talking to someone who really gets it and we all have different stories and you know different lives that bring us to this point of wanting to know more about why getting pregnant is a, is an issue for us but uh but i feel like everyone just wants to be understood and heard and that's kind of how your book made me feel oh yeah i'm, I'm talking to someone who who gets it and that was a really, really good feeling. And uh, after thinking about it for a few weeks, I just, uh, I realized that I needed the help. I didn't want to fall into the trap of now being the woman who can't get pregnant, starts going down a spiral, thinking that something's wrong with her body, just being down on myself. I didn't want to be in that hole. I, I, I was afraid of being there of just, and I knew how possible it was after having a an experience like this. And I just, it was almost like preventative therapy. I was like, no, I, I gotta go. I really want to put everything that I have, everything that I can towards not falling into that trap and working through whatever issues I may have, may not even be aware of, because this is what I really want. And, uh, and that's when I signed up for your course. Yeah. Well, you know, you bring up a really interesting point about it was almost preventative that you didn't want to be in that place. Tell us why, because plenty of people are comfortable in that dark place. They just allow themselves to go into that dark place. So what was there, what inside of you said, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, that that's, that's a great question. I, I, I'm not sure what it was, Roseanne, to be honest, but I, I just, I didn't want to sit still. I didn't want to do nothing. I felt like to achieve anything that you want, you kind of have to take little steps towards it, whatever they are, not just kind of assume that things will change. And uh, maybe that's what it is. You know, I feel like I'm an action-oriented person and other aspects of my life. And and I, I just, I hated that. The, the, the few brief moments I had after the miscarriage of feeling really sorry for myself and being, and feeling like this, 
loser who's nearing 40 and will never get pregnant. Oh, I just hated that feeling so much. And I just right. knew that wasn't me, but I was afraid that I, I couldn't really, you know, if I stayed in it alone, I would dwell on it. And I didn't want to dwell on that. And I just, I really wanted to be free. And that really felt like that was something I could attempt <laughs> by participating in the course. Right. Well, you know, you made a really powerful point at the very beginning is, is about, and I think it's a trap that a lot of us get into is being in this place in our lives where we're just hoping things will change. Like just sitting on the sidelines, hoping that something is going to like come into our lives that's going to change it for us. But what you're talking about is, is frankly loving this desire and this dream of being a mom so much that you weren't willing to stand on the sidelines and hope shit changed. Like you took an active role in changing that. Yeah. Like, have you given yourself any credit for that? Like, yes, I think I have by this point. I think I have because it's, it's true. It's absolutely true. There's, it's, it's just not an avenue that you know, we, we're just sitting still and doing nothing um, may feel good for a little while, but it doesn't, doesn't get you anywhere. There's got to be something. You've just got to show the universe that you're serious. And that's, that's what the experience was like for me. I was like, no, I'm really serious. I'm going after this. Yeah. Like your hair is on fire. And as an observer, I can vouch for the fact that you went after this, like your hair was on fire because you were there every week doing the work, asking questions, like getting the coaching, like you were in it to win it. And it was very obvious. What were some of the things that you noticed changing in you once you, cause you, it all started with a decision. It all started with your decision that you weren't going to sit on the sidelines and be a sad, miserable woman getting, you know, moving toward 40 and heartbroken over a miscarriage there. Like, what was that like for you to say, Hey, I'm, I'm doing something different. And what was it like for you to actually be doing things that were different? Mm -hmm. It was so empowering. And there are so many insights that I got from the course that I, I still have with me today. And it's a work that never ends. I feel like I'm always constantly going back to some of the things I've learned. One of the major things for me was this thing that you always drill us on is to stay in your lane and to not think of your life, um, of somebody else's life as being like cursor to your life or somebody else's story being your story. Because it's so easy, especially as a woman in her late 30s or early 40s, everything you read about is just there's so much drama and misery and pregnancy is so difficult and fertility is hard and the horror stories. And it's so easy to just fall into that. and. I felt that I was in danger of falling into it. And I have, in fact, fallen into it a little bit. And I just knew it. And like the thought, you know, you wake up with that thought every day, every month. And it's like, oh, I just got to try. Otherwise, it's going to be too late. And like that pressure builds. But what I really learned in your class was how important it is to shut those voices down and stay focused on you and your story and how it has nothing to do with anybody else. And that was a big revelation. I just think it's a huge one, actually. It's just so easy for us to believe 
everything we read and hear and see. But so incredible to realize how much more powerful we are than the stories we hear. Yeah. Well, and it was so funny to watch you because every single week it was like there was a different light bulb going off. Like Yulia was, you know, having all these aha moments and like, tell us a little bit about, you know, what was it like to be around also other people that were doing that work? What was that like? Because it must have been because this is not a conversation that people have, you know, openly. And then you start having this conversation with other women and it's really extraordinary. Wow, it, that that was mind blowing because, and that was an interesting balance for me to walk because I was afraid I was going to fall into somebody else's story, but it was it was incredible to watch other women get coached through everything they were going through because you sit on this call for a couple of hours and you get such vulnerability and so much truth and every single issue that comes up that you're coach, coaching someone on is so relevant. Like even if you've never had that experience in your life, you're getting something out of it. And that was invaluable. It was just this gold mine of lessons. And I just felt there was all this energy, this positive energy on the call. And like whenever someone was being really vulnerable and telling something that made her cry, Oh, you could just feel how everyone was feeling for her. And that was powerful. And I, I do think that that plays a difference. That makes a difference too in, in your journey when you have so many people rooting for you. And right. Of- and it's a different experience too when you're around women who can have that vulnerability, have that very real emotion, but refuse to get stuck in it. It was like, yes, there's emotion, but what's the solution? What's that next step? So it's that kind of that really cool mix of like, yeah, this is what's real for me, but I also am creating a path out of that. Like it's the sort of thing that we're teaching the yes and. Yes, you know, two things can be true at the same time. There can be real pain, but there can also be a way to onboard that and use it to spring yourself forward. I loved that concept. Yeah, exactly. That's right. You're not always just watching somebody breaking down. You're actually witnessing their growth and it's so inspiring. It just pushes you forward. You're like, yeah, that's, that's going to be me next week. That's yeah. every week. It's something I was really looking forward to the calls. It was just this incredible validation to have, to have that group for eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what were some of the biggest ahas? Because there was a clear progression for you. Like I watched it happen where there were so many things that were changing within you because you made some pretty big decisions during that. I mean, the program's eight weeks long. And during that eight weeks, there was some very dramatic changes (laughs) that you were making and decisions you were making. So talk to us about that. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Well, you've talked so much about being, following your own path, being true to your desires, whatever you want is what you will manifest. And I, during the time that we were on our calls together, we had, my husband and I, we've been thinking about moving to Berlin. We were living in New York. It was Corona high times, but we, we had this dream of moving to Europe. And I had this realization during our time together that 
waiting was pointless. Like, why would we wait longer? Why would we not just do it now? Let's not put it off until COVID is over. Let's not, you know, suddenly there were no more excuses. And I was like, let's just do what we really feel drawn to do. And, and, um, and we did, and it was an overnight decision. Almost. We had made the decision in September and by the middle of October, we were on our way and that felt really powerful and really aligned with what just the life that I wanted to live at the moment. And it spilled out into everything else, including a fertility journey as well. Because so instead of kind of, instead of doing the things that you're supposed to do, following the rules or like measuring, you know, using the ovulation stick every month, which we did for a while and didn't work. And, um, charting all the, you know, your temperature and just being really, really prescriptive. Suddenly we had this freedom of just, let's just, like, who cares about any of that? Whatever you're supposed to do, let's just do what we want to do. And um, it was incredible because obviously on our way to Berlin, we got pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) In that magical way that kind of it, it was like a no-brainer there was no work there it was I really felt like I had to put in some kind of physical effort of it is about letting go and letting yourself receive that was a big insight for me that conceiving is receiving is what you kept telling us when we moved made the decision to move to Berlin it had freed us and freed me from all these preconceived notions I had about what it takes to get pregnant Well, before in New York at home in my comfort zone, while reading all these things online about how to do it and what's the best way to do it and what's the most efficient way to do it, I was using um, ovulation sticks and like charting my cycle really closely and just being really scientific about it. But there was something in, there was something, there was a change that, that kind of arrived unexpectedly with this decision to move and just live and not follow any rules and do what feels right. And that feeling kind of what came into, it, it permeated everything. And that month, we, we really, we didn't care. We didn't care if we were going to get pregnant. We were just enjoying ourselves. And of course, that's when it happened. And <laughs> funny how that works, right? Like funny how that letting go, that giving yourself the freedom, because I watched that happen for you, Yulia. It was so crazy to watch because it's like from the from the first time we chatted, you were like slowly but surely eking toward this thing that you really wanted. And I remember because you were on the call, I think you were getting on a flight to Berlin and but you had shown up on the call earlier in the day and and there was this this part of you that we were coaching on this being a new chapter, this new like time in your life. And what you didn't know is that you were pregnant. Well, I wasn't yet. I wasn't. Oh, oh that was, okay. So that happened a couple of weeks after. Okay. Remind well, me of the timeline. because No, but you're right. It was exactly it. It was, it was very much like you set it up for me. You're like, this is it. This is a new chapter. Take this move as something that, makes you into a new person, like leave all this bullshit behind. Everything stays in New York. You're not bringing any of your worries, any of your bullshit to Germany. 
you're free. And I, you gave me an assignment. I had to do it on the plane. I remember writing these things That's down. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was awesome. And I did it. And I was like, yes, this is it. I'm really embracing this. Like I, and it wasn't even about pregnancy anymore. It was bigger than that. It was life. It was just really making an effort because my biggest issue in this entire journey was this intense worry that something wasn't going to work out. And, you know, maybe that was my tendency to begin with. And then the miscarriage made it feel like, oh, well, see, that was right. Yeah, I was right. Like, that's not going to work out. So working to let that go was my work. And I think the move to Berlin, it was like this physical act, this chance to really leave that all behind with your coaching and with exercises. And it really, it felt like shedding this burden, leaving it behind. And then we arrived in Germany. And yes, a few days later, it happened. And obviously, I still had no idea. But it was, uh, I think it was, it couldn't have not happened now that I look back at it after all that work. And just all that mental space that I've created. Well, and it was so funny. I think that's what confused me about the timeline because I'm like, was she pregnant like and didn't know it? Or was it a few days later? I mean, I, it, it happened so fast when you allowed this space in your heart. Yes, yes, exactly. It, 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 was, it was almost immediate. It was like the universe was listening. And the moment that I was truly ready and I was... I wasn't stressed about it and I wasn't afraid and I wasn't, I didn't feel this burden. It had arrived and it was a magical, magical thing. And I, can I tell you about the day that I found out? Cause I, I feel yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I would love it. Yeah. I just, I remember we were in Germany. My period was a little bit late and I went into the supermarket and I had to buy the pregnancy test and Google what it's called in German. It's like the super long day, like, Schwangerschaft test. And I'm like, oh, I have to remember that. <laughs> I remember going into the pharmacy and like looking at the pharmacist and I immediately forgot and I had to pull out my phone and be like, I need this Schwangerschaft test. And while I'm mortified, I'm like, oh, I just, I had this, it was like this leftover feeling of inadequacy. I was like, who am I to be buying this test? And I remember catching myself thinking that and going like, stop it. This is, this is the old you, <laughs> you know, bought the test get home, like, hey, well, maybe I'll take it today, tonight. And then that night I get like a couple of drops of blood and I'm like, ah, fuck, like the period is here. And before, in the months prior, I remember how upset I would get seeing that. And this month I decided, I was like, no, I've just had all this coaching. I'm on a roll here. I'm not going to be upset about it. I just, I'm not going to waste energy being upset about it. I remember going to sleep and listening to a podcast of yours, another interview. And this woman who talked a lot about having faith. And uh, I remember how much that resonated with me. And I was like, yeah, this is, I have to, this is a big one. Having faith that whatever is meant to come will come at the time that it's meant to come. And I just have to be open. And I went to sleep with that thought. And next morning, you know, there was no more blood. So I was like, oh, I'm going to take the test. I took the test and it was positive. It was schwanger. <laughs> it was schwanger. <laughs> now this is all coming back to me because I remember that. You're like, what the fuck is schwanger? Like having to make <laughs> you were reading it properly. That's so awesome. I'll never forget the word for pregnant yeah. in German now. Yeah, you'll remember it forever. 
Yeah. And I specifically got to know the word, not the plus signs, because I was like, this is something I haven't done before. I've done the, you know, the other types of tests, but this is different because this time it's going to be different. <laughs> and wow. that was great. And it really was, wasn't it? Like you had made such a dramatic transformation and you had, I mean, I love your, your story and your truth is so inspiring because one, you were present enough to realize that you had a choice. You could stay in misery. You could allow yourself to be defined by this, the, the miscarriage. You could also make the choice to stay stuck in the story that shit doesn't work out for Yulia. Mm-hmm. But you made the conscious decision to stop living that way. You, I mean, that's why this, what is so inspiring about this is, can you imagine if you had gone on for five years like that? Oh my God. Well, I can, I can imagine. And I, it, that's, that's my nightmare. Yeah, And I know and- lots of people, unfortunately, you know, sometimes that's, that's what we do to ourselves. Yeah. And you're right. We do it to ourselves, but there was something so powerful in you that was coming out and saying, hell no, I'm not doing that. I'm changing the pattern because in, in a very short period of time, you made the decision to change. You started to make the change. You were applying what you were learning. You made a massive choice to trust yourself and go to Berlin. You, you made a decision that you weren't going to live in fear. You weren't going to torture yourself with the pee sticks and tracking. You were going to live your life. And look how quickly you changed the trajectory of your journey. Like, it's extraordinary. Yeah, it like, immediate. Yeah, because you were, you were totally available for that. So we mm-hmm. got to know, Yulia, how far along are you now? <laughs> um, 25 weeks. 25 weeks? Wow. Wow. wow, it's so real. And it's it's a magical feeling just and the confidence grows and you kind of yeah, uh, every day I'm I'm you know, I'm grateful and and I keep doing the practice that you've taught us, the gratitude practice in the mornings and the meditations and oh, I couldn't have done it without that work. I I really don't think so. It's it's it was in the other class and I feel like this learned to see my miscarriage differently. It wasn't this horrible thing that happened. I, I kind of had to have an appreciation for my body and for the experience that I had. I, I looked at it in a different way. It was almost like my body was so excited to get pregnant that it was pretending to be pregnant, even though the actual pregnancy wasn't developing. And that's a beautiful thing. I had No, I was on a path of self-destruction and hatred. And that's not, that's not the way to do it. Right, right. And and you made actually, and after you found out you were pregnant, you made another big decision, didn't you? We did. Uh, we we were in Berlin and this was winter and COVID was just getting out of control and getting, everything was being so bleak, unfortunately. And it just wasn't the life that we had imagined. We had an opportunity to come to New Zealand because my husband is a New Zealand citizen. And even though the country is closed right now, we were able to find our way in. And it was a big decision to make again, because we had just moved to Berlin, brought all of our stuff. It was all sitting in a warehouse, ready to get set up. But suddenly this New Zealand, okay, well, we just got to make another leap and go with it. And I remember stressing about it. I was like, what's that? 
medicine's the right thing. Like we're here now and we're pregnant. Like how's it going to go? But, uh, but we did, we made the leap. We came down to New Zealand where I am right now. And it was the best decision ever. Yeah. Wow. You are truly, so keep going busy. To, you're going to have a citizen of the world, love. So, God, so, so many countries. Yeah. Um, well, so tell us a little bit, like, what would you tell other women who were struggling with a history of miscarriage or afraid of, you know, this idea that they can't get out of the way that they're thinking? Like, what would, what piece of advice would you give to them? Oof. Be able just to see, to, first of all, not get bogged down by the stories of others that they hear all the time and to really, really develop a trust and belief in themselves and, and to acknowledge that they're on their own path, not compare themselves to others, really create the space to let, to just allow things to come in and, and to not stress and push. I don't know how to express that better. It's, um, it's think, beautifully you know, that, that said, Yulia. a key Yulia. moment for me. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was a key moment for me of just realizing that I, I didn't have to control every aspect of this journey. What I had to do was sit back and make the space for it to happen without being distracted by the stories of others and, and having coaching and help navigating that experience was instrumental for me. And I would say that if anyone was struggling with this fertility and, and just thought patterns, be open to getting help. It's an incredible thing. It's, it's such a gift you can give to yourself and to your future child. Yeah. And, and it's really cool. I mean, because somebody like you who made a transformation so quickly and was so cognizant of what she was doing, so present with what she was doing, you know, you're such a, an inspiration for look, it doesn't have to take you 10 years to make this change. Once you make the decision to be different, you get to be different. Right. Because in order to get a different result, you have to be different. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over again and, and expect a different result. Like, that's fairly basic. And it, it's so cool to see you thriving in this. Like, Yulia, you're like, all glowy and like living this crazy good life. I mean, who knew that a heartbreaking miscarriage would usher you into this completely different way of being? Oh my God. Yeah. Thank God that happened. I'm so, I'm so glad it happened because I'm, I'm a different person now. It gave me so much more wisdom and insight. It connected me with my husband in a different way, um, which was also really important. It just, it changed everything, but in a way that all of these changes needed to happen in order for me to be where I am now. Appreciating that, knowing that is invaluable. I, I'm just, I'm so grateful for the experiences that I've had. Yeah. And I'm grateful to have had the honor of coaching you because I love coaching women like you who are <laughs> like, I'm doing this. I'm scared and I'm doing it anyway. I may not quite understand what's happening just yet, but I'm doing it because that's how you make the quantum leaps that you made. Cause that's, that's the only way that we can describe what you did was a series of quantum leaps. Cause nobody goes from heartbreaking miscarriage, changing mindset, Berlin, pregnancy, New Zealand, who doesn't make quantum leaps. Cause when you stack all those things together, it's like, it's crazy when you think about it. Yeah. 
you're right. That is the that is the pattern, and that is what's most important. And it's awesome. I'm I'm happy to to see that way now. And 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 you're right. You just gotta make the leap. You can't just don't sit still. Don't sit still and assume that everything will work out. Just do something. Yeah, whatever well, and, it is. And think about what you're going to be able to teach this extraordinary baby. Like, just think about it. Like once that baby is born, I cannot wait. First of all, I can't wait to see the pictures, but I can't wait for you to be able to, for the first time to sit down and say, baby, I got something to tell you. Like this this was, you know, and tell them all about like who you became. I think it's going to be awesome. And it's definitely work that's preparing you to be a great mom. So Thank you so much for being with us, Yulia. It was so kind, so generous, and what an inspiration. And you sharing where you've been and and the vulnerability that you've shown, you know, to be present with what's true for you and demonstrate that there is another path is is incredibly generous. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you for everything you've done for me. You're doing great work. Oh, I appreciate that, love. I receive it. I receive it. So go and have an amazing rest of your day, doll. Thank you. Hey, loves, wasn't that conversation with Yulia just incredibly inspiring and just make you want to go out there and and take quantum leaps? Well, that exists in you too. You have to know that when you have such a big call on your heart, which we know is being a mom, that you can't just stay stuck in that rut. You can't just stay stuck in that place of replaying old stories. You want new results. So you have to think in an entirely new way. Your behavior doesn't change until your mindset changes. It is absolutely critical. And it begins with you making the decision to live your journey fearlessly. If you want to learn what I taught Yulia, My Fearlessly Fertile Method program is for women who intend to get pregnant in the next 12 months and say hell yes to covering their bases, mind, and body. I work with women who are committed to success. To apply for your interview for this program, go to my website, www.frommaybetobaby.com and apply for an interview there. My methodology has helped women around the world make their mom dreams come true. Their results speak for themselves. Every woman you've heard since the inception of this podcast had the guts to take a leap. What you think and believe is crucial, baby. If you don't have a mindset for success on this journey, you've got a gaping hole in your strategy. Let's fix that shit and set you up for success. Till next time, change your mindset, change your results. Love this episode of the Fearlessly Fertile podcast? Subscribe now and leave an awesome review. Remember, the desire in your heart to be a mom is there because it was meant for you. When it comes to your dreams, keep saying hell yes.